Everything new. Uh, uh, down in my shoe. Uh, uh, ain't in the stove. Uh, uh, make my own clothes. Uh, uh, all of my diamonds wet. When I step out, drip check. Got a new whip, drip check. Got a new bitch, drip check. Everything new. Uh, uh, down in my shoe. Uh, uh, ain't in the stove. Make my own clothes. Uh, uh. All of my diamonds wet. When I step out, drip check. Got a new whip, drip check. Chant. Got a new the bitch, rapper. drip check. I wear it once. I just got Zaza and Runts. I just got Zaza and Runts. My baby hungry and she don't wear Zara to brunch. Proud of her lunch. I don't say sorry a bunch. I just get her what she wants. Bitch with a bow in the front. I got this number this month. My phone go bananas, they call me a bunch. Begin my blunts. Attachments is plastic, they 3D printing, but they packing a punch. I'm back on the hunt. Yeah, I put the crib on the map in my back and my front. I put the three on the cap and I won. I pour a four in a Capri Sun. I try on clothes in a storage for fun. I put on polo just once and I'm done Everything new, uh, uh, down in my shoe uh, uh, Ain't in the stove, uh, make my own clothes uh, uh, All of my diamonds wet When I step out, check, got a new whip Got a new bitch We back, we back I need a, yeah, I need a shorty, yeah Nah, see that sounded crazy. I don't need a shorty. I need a shorty that can hit a high note, that can hit the melody. Yeah, like someone that. sing a fucking hook for us, like whoever's listening. I need a hook. Cause we got the bars, we got the flow. Just need someone to come in here and just do some, <laughs> like, do it better than I just did. Like some cool, like what the this freaking beat is doing. Whoever shorty is. Anywho, welcome back to the Hella Scar Show. It's your boy Triz. Back for episode 10. We got it right this time. I know last episode I fucked it up like at least three times, bro. I said 11 at one point. <laughs> I think I said 10 at one point. But we back Lucky. officially for episode 10. Hope y'all enjoyed Hella Vibes last Saturday. We're coming right back again this Saturday. Bringing you Smokers Club, smoke, Hella Vibes Smokers Edition. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be something chill for your Saturday. Get you going. You know, the weather's about to be nice outside. We outside with it, Jeremy. What's good? You know what I mean? We was out here hooping today. It's really nice outside. I mean, it said it was cloudy a little bit, so it's like, it, the weather is kind of up there, but the sun's not out. So it's like, kind of mixed about how I feel about it. But the day, it's daytime longer. So that's, 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 you know that's what I mean? Huge. That's huge, huge, bro. It's super weird right now, but it's, yeah. it's huge. Especially yeah. with us, you know, with Miss Corona being gone now, her thotty ass, but we back, we outside. You yeah, know, man, she, she leaving. Charlotte. She's out of here. Like, A little really, bit, for right they, now at least. They lifting up curfews. So like 2 a.m., we about to be out here all night long. No more like, you know what I mean, rushing to the to the bars. People about to be pre-gaming and like, you know, getting there at like 11, 12 again on some normal shit. Thank God. I <laughs> going out at like 5, 4 o'clock, bro. Like, I, I still got shit to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, my day is just not done yet. I'm not really ready to go out yet. Yeah, I would love to, but realistically, like, I, I got shit to do still, you know what I'm saying? We was rushing the process a lot during Corona. You know what I'm saying? It was... It was, you know what I mean? It felt like work to go out, honestly, bro. Like, for a little bit, I was like, dang, bro. Like, I had my homies in me up, bro, we got to leave at 7.30 or we're going to be in the line for two hours. And it was fast, bro. If we didn't leave by 7.30 and got there later than that, bro, we was in line for two hours. And this is like, we wasted a whole night. And then, like, we wait for an after move that's going to get busted within an hour. Mm -hmm. So, I was just like, bro, like, I mean, honestly... 
it was it was it was it was trash. Like maybe we should have been partying, bro. It was probably God being like, yo, nigga, chill. <laughs> chill. Yeah, sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. Game, learn how to do some shit. You know? <laughs> Find yourself, learn about yourself, stop trying to be out in the mix and always trying to do something, blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? Go vegan or something. You know, try something. Read a new, book. Bro. Damn, read, read a, a book. book. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely start there. Like read a book. It's been a whole year. I hope you read at least three, bro. I hope you learned something new. Especially listening to us. You know, you know what I mean? Show. I haven't read a book, but, you we know, I've learned some new stuff. now, bro. You know, we, we're giving y'all <laughs> wisdom, knowledge, and all that. You feel me? If, if you ain't out there reading books, you, you can listen to the Hell Star Show and learn something. Bro, I got enough knowledge in my head, bro. I could write hella books. <laughs> Type Hello shit by Germ by Hellascar. <laughs> one day, bro. One day, man. That's gonna be one book. The, book, the book is gonna be called Hello yeah. Books, bro. Hello it's Books and one book by Germ, <laughs> bro. My taste, bro. Like that would be a funny audio book, bro. Yeah. If you had an audio book, I would buy that shit. Just little snippets of everything Germ said in bro. his life, bro. Bro, if y'all heard Young Germ, bro, God, leave, man. Those snippets were gold, man. I really am a chill guy right now. You know what I'm saying? I really am. <laughs> it had to happen, bro. <laughs> I went through reckless times, but you know what I'm saying? We done, we done seasoned out. I'm a seasoned vet out here in these streets. You ain't gonna catch me wilding for no reason. Not for no reason. You know what I'm saying? What's a good reason to be wilding, bro? Dang. A good reason to be wilding is like if someone like says, or someone like, like, hits you in public or something. Then you gotta wild out. Like, you know what I mean? Someone's like slaps you in public. On some like sucker punch type shit. Bro, like if someone smacked me across the face in public. Yeah, but they can slap me. Yeah, I'm going to jail. Like it's it's slow for Like what do you, like that's like, you you gotta do something. You gotta wild out. I wild out for the clout. For the clout? Gang. Gang. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but I That's not true. That's Honestly, not true. bro, you probably should wild out for the clout more because these people don't like wholesome content, bro. Y'all only like wilding out. So Y'all like dangerous shit. Y'all like dangerous-ish, bro. Dangerous, painful, emotional shit. Yeah, bro. They like to see people getting hurt and stuff. Like, <laughs> Hey, bro, but let's chill right there. I'm not even going to get back into it. The, the whole pain. A lot of people hate pain. I don't even say a lot of people. A lot of females just love pain. Dang. Nah, exactly, exactly. Let me we got, too much, we got too much to get into. We're not going to be talking about these beautiful queens. This Yo. Episode, okay? I We're not going to be doing that this, this show. You know what I'm saying? We got yeah. my boy Bailey on. Yes, sir. Baby Vintage. Another Charlotte local. It ain't too many, of, too many of us left out here. You know what I'm saying? Everybody try to skate to Atlanta. Yeah. Skate to Vintage. Skate to New York, skate to the West Coast. They say it's the best coast, you know. That's what I heard. But we kicking it over here still, you know what I'm saying? We still holding the 704 down. Still out here in the foe. You know what I'm saying? Time. We still out here in the foe. We still throw the foe up because we rep it hard because we from here, nigga. You know what I'm saying? We've been here, we from here, we still holding it down, and we still about to take it over. You know what I'm saying? So that's a slight little intro for my boy Bailey from Bailey Vintage. Bailey was good, dog. What's up? Oh, uh, is this the mic I'm speaking into? Yeah, you're good. It's, okay. it's all like it's like. Yeah, okay. Just speak up. Just uh, what's going on? Uh, I'm Bailey. I'm a creative director of Bailey Vintage, which is a Southern luxury streetwear brand. And I'm happy to hear, be here and, you know, talk my shit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yo, so, like, on your business, bro, what made you, like, get into it? Like, 
You said Southern Luxury Street brand, bro. That's like a very like Southern Luxury Streetwear. Yeah, like that's very specific. Like. That is yeah. very specific. Yeah, so those are the those are the principles that like I base everything off of. Uh, everything I do is based off those three principles. Um, so you know, I like the camo. Um, Rocking camo right I, now. Yeah, the Southern aspect I think is strong because I see a lot of people in Cali, New York. Everybody's rock starts rocking camo, trucker hats. So I'm like, yo, wait up, wait a minute. That started here. What are you doing? Like, oh, this is the type of stuff that, you know, you would get clowned on before. Like the Carhartt, the vintage Carhartt Dickies, trucker hats, like all that came from the South. And yet there's not one streetwear brand that actually started in the South that's capitalizing off of it. So that's why Southern comes first. The luxury, okay. the luxury part of it is that I really do emphasize uh, not only quality, and everything I do and everything is very strategic and um, with quality, but the professionalism. Um, I like presenting things really well. If you hit me up, you want to collaborate, I take it very seriously. I don't flake, I don't ghost, nothing like that. Anybody that I work with is going to report a good relationship. And then streetwear, because the story comes first. The, the story behind everything I come out with, every collection I have has a story behind it. And that's where streetwear started. It was never about the clothes, it was about the lifestyle. And that's a fact. Yes. Everybody. That's a fact. That's people. supreme. That's all of the, the hundreds, palace, everything. Streetwear started because people had a lifestyle and then they added the clothes. I'm not gonna be Hermes, I'm not gonna be Louis Vuitton. I'm not gonna get my clothes made in those factories. That's why luxury is important, but I'm never gonna put that at the pinnacle of what I do because the pinnacle of what I do is telling a story and giving you the garments to really show off the story that I just told. Exactly, and if anyone, so, so for anyone that's ever tried to figure out what is streetwear, what's the definition of exactly, streetwear yeah. compared to like luxury or even any other kind of um, clothing coming out these days, like that is a perfect definition of streetwear right mm -hmm. there is sending a message, telling a story, whether it's graphic tees or even through qualities these days, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Luxury streetwear is a whole new avenue mm -hmm. that's just now starting where people are like, wait, streetwear is, it's not just urban, it's kind of like streetwear is just where the story comes first. You have British streetwear, you have mm -hmm. Australian streetwear, but the point of streetwear, and this is, I'm taking this from Virgil Abloh, mm -hmm. the men's fashion director of Louis Vuitton, and this is how he describes streetwear is where the story comes first, not the luxury, because none of us are gonna be able to compete with Louis Vuitton, Gucci, all those guys. Exactly. And what made me fall in love with streetwear, for me personally, was, was the storytelling aspect. Mm -hmm. But also just the era that we've come up in with luxury being so heavy within trends and even celebrities, you know, they mix vintage pieces with the luxury brands now, you know. You got ASAP Rocky rock, walking around with a Carhartt jacket and a Hermes t-shirt and a, a fucking a, a Dior like bucket hat, you know what I'm saying? And that Carhartt jacket, it's, it's just, you know if you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, it might have paint, it might have paint all over it, it might have a hole on the back, you know what I'm saying? But it's it's, it's, it's mixing the vibe. It's, it's, it's the highs and the lows. It's the highs and the lows, definitely. That's what I love. Like, it's, it gives like a nice borderline between luxury and streetwear. Mm -hmm. So like that's, I've taken that same idea for myself personally though. I, make, I mix my personal brand with a little bit of designer, with a little bit of vintage and kind of blend it all, all together, you know? And that's what streetwear is. Like in that in itself, that entire outfit in itself tells a whole story, you feel me? Mm -hmm. 
that's why I love. I, I want everybody to start a brand, man. I really, <laughs> I really, truly feel like everybody should start a brand because everyone has a story. Literally, if you're on this planet, if you're a breathing soul, you have a story. It's just if you can figure out how to tell it. Facts. And I think a brand is is kind of like a like a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. It gives you like a creative aspect to it. You know, you have to have designs, you have to have a logo, you have to have a look, you have to have a style, which you all can come up with with every single person. You, you can come up with each of those things if you take the time to really think about it and to really go, go into it. But long story short. <laughs> some people, I feel like some people just don't have that urge to really like self-express. Yeah. I have a lot of friends outside of the creative realm. You know, some people just want to fit in mm-hmm. and that's completely normal. That's completely cool. All my friends, I'm always going to motivate them to create their own brands, though, because that's just how my mind thinks. But we're in in an age where, like, everybody is branding themselves. And our parents don't really understand that that's actually, like, a viable source of income at the same time. That's, like, a whole other discussion. No, yeah, that's, like... That's uh, super real. It's really just our generation making that real now. So, like, our parents aren't going to understand that. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. it's really all, like... We're forcing them. Like, we're the generation that's forcing them to see, like, this this is the route. Yeah. Because for our parents, this... They didn't have At least for what we're doing, you know, is they would have not... They would have... They would have really thought about doing anything like this for themselves. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah. They took way less risk. Dude, they're baby boomers. Like, they, they didn't even switch. They they kept the same job for, like, 20 years. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was the norm. Mm-hmm. Millennials don't even keep the same job for a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just not the same. We're not. <laughs> they hated their job, but they were making money. They were just like, they would it's, not it's go just a anywhere. job. Like, yeah. This is, what, this is just what you, you got to do. It. You have to work. Like, this you is gotta, what you have to do. I have a job, and I have to keep this job. And you got to do about it. Doing what I need to do to keep this job, yes, so I can keep paying my bills because yes. I have a family, and that's like it's real. That's real, exactly. That's why I don't, I don't hold them for that at all. I never would, but like, they shout, believe out, in shout out to our parents for putting us in positions so that I we mean, can take risks. Dreams. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's weird. I, I like it though. Because now, I mean, at least we're growing up in this because we can see different ways to make bread. Like, I feel like it's a good way. Like, it's making bread off of, like, your brand and, like, your interests. Like, that's elite, bro. I feel like that's elite. And we definitely should capitalize on it. Everybody should capitalize on it because, like, I mean. So let me ask y'all this. Yeah. Wait, really quick before we change the subject. There was a survey done for what job most kids would want to be for a living. Was it on No Jumper? Yeah. I saw it. Do you I know saw what it. number one was? Yeah, uh, YouTube. Yes. Yeah. Number what? one yeah. aspired, number one job most kids aspired to be was a professional YouTuber. That was number one. Yeah. I was like, that's exactly where we're at right now. Right now, yeah. That's 100% Wait, what's, where what's we're at. Five? Bro, I got like to YouTube, find it. Blogger. Like, lawyer was on there. Bro, doctor, it was like the basic job, Not like lawyer, mention, doctor, like, but then like musician, athlete, yeah. like basically Why entertainment. Why do you want to be lawyers and doctors still? Bro, because no, I mean, like, those are like the jobs that they tell you like, oh, like if you're smart, you do this. Or like, and when you're young, yeah, you still might want to be like a firefighter. Bro, you know what I'm saying? Like when I was younger, yeah, like, it was, I saw yeah, it on if Instagram. If your parents a firefighter, if your dad's a oh, firefighter, you probably want to be a firefighter because your dad's like a superhero to you type shit. There it is. What so is it's it? YouTuber, blogger, musician, actor, filmmaker. Those are top five. And then doctor, nurse, 
TV presenter, athlete, writer, lawyer. No way, athlete was eight. Wait, when we were coming up. Nah, cause that's like, no, that was like, athlete, athlete, like athlete was. It's like, definitely yeah, it's gone down. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. Damn, I ain't been broken a minute. Don't get it fitted. So off the bow in a billy. Fucking your hoe in the kidney. Fuck up the city. I do not dance or jiggy. Gun is sucked under this finny. I like it, I spin it. I just came right out the jewel of the ice on my neck and my wrist and my fist. I ain't finished. I was just working at Dennis. Came back and counted some millions. I ain't no regular civilian. Red, yellow, green. Look like my neck a chameleon. Uh, okay, spin it. Uh, damn, I ain't been broken a minute. I hate this bitch, he offended. I'm a Javinci offended. Then let me finish. I cracked that Chevy for four days. My scam on busting bottles off the OA. I cannot cuss you fucking on my bros, eh? I'm just gonna fucking treat it like a throwaway. Heated 250 on Biddy, it ain't no biggie. Uh, Montclair kick it. Fuck that little bitch made a Viddy. She wanna leak it, she wanna send it. Hey, fuck that bitch, my face wasn't in it. I feel like it could be making our generation lazier, cause like my little cousin, he is seven, and I'm like, bro, what do you wanna be? And he's a savage, bro. Like, he used to play like a sport, like, he got hell energy. This man said, he said that he didn't want to play like football because he didn't want to get like or basketball or something because he didn't want to get skinned on his knees or something like that. And I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> and he was like, and I was like, bro, because these little kids like, they like for instance him, like and like I have a bunch of little cousins. They just be on their phone all day, bro. They just be on their Facetime and on their Facetime they can somehow like with these iPhone games they can connect, bro, and just play on their iPhone all day and be connected, like. While FaceTiming and talking, so they just be on there like shit all day. Like they're flaming me the other day. They're, they're calling me some like weird TikTok star, bro. Like these kids, they're on the internet, bro. They just want to be on the internet. It's like we didn't want to be on the internet. We wanted to be on TV. We be so outside. like, yeah, we wanted to be outside. But like to be famous, you had to be on TV. And the only way you could do that was like like actor, musician, sports. There's no freaking YouTuber and blog. What the heck's a blogger? Like when I'm fit, when I'm 10, 8, I don't know what a blogger is. Bro, I grew up on like Fred TV. Yeah. There was like Smosh, all these different stuff. There was YouTube though. There was. YouTube came out in sixth grade. And I remember that specifically because there was a time when our school, we went to the same middle school and high school. Yeah. They didn't even block Facebook or YouTube. That was, they had no idea. They were like, you could just That's go on real. YouTube. But now you better believe you go to any school, you try to type in YouTube, it's gonna be like blocked. You're not going on it. Are you kidding me? Especially at these little private schools. Yeah. It's gonna be so hard for us to be parents, bro, with this shit. Bro, that was, that was, that was like, being a parent, bro, like, I don't even know how to. Your kid is just so expensive. Bro, you know so, your kid's gonna so do much, something. So yeah. like, you're, you're battling one, teachers. Yeah. Uh, to the internet. That's hard. Like, dudes are that's tough. Two, dude, that's a tough You're gonna lose. My parents. Battles. Uh, bro, my parents, like, even for. Life is crazy, man. Hello, scars. You feel me? Hello, scars. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, y'all. Much love for tuning in. My boy Bailey in here with us. My boy German here with yep. us. You feel me? We're at Zella Studios the Hell Scars show. Y'all know what it is. We'll be right back. Yes, sir. I, I kind of agree with what he said. Every. Unless he's like. They're an actor. nice. They're or nice. Like but superstar kid. Like, if weird. I still had them like playing Billie sports, Eilish. Billie know? Eilish. Homeschool. I don't know anything about her. My, my one buddy who's really creative. Yeah. Homeschooled. So I think homeschool is like you're really self-confident and then you get to the real world. <laughs> 
but like maybe you're really smart and like you're really they end up really creative yeah i think homeschool kids have a lot of self-confidence and if you're lucky they're really creative and competent i feel like it's good for your confidence but my kids going to school (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna try it it for like maybe go in and out like yo look you can go to pre-k and kindergarten and shit like that but once you get to middle school i'm taking over god damn it i'm not letting these motherfuckers I don't know. Manipulate your mind and do all this and do all that. Like, if I can t- take control right here for a little bit at least, you know, shape the foundation of when you start. Yeah. Type I, get, I could say without some savage shit right now. Without manipulation. But, I, but like, I liked what, like, for instance, like, if I knew my kid was, like, super talented in something, maybe that's the only way I'd be like, all right, focus on this. And I might take you out and be like, whatever. Like, I need to, like, you know what I mean? You got to take a different path. But other than that, bro, I'll probably put him in school. <laughs> no, Cause, yeah, because that shit formed me. I, yeah. I had to learn to finesse. Mm-hmm. I had to learn to finesse. I Shout out to my parents. I like That's why I'm right here with like the elites. <laughs> bro, but it really helped us finesse. finesse bro. You had to, bro. School really helped you finesse, which is why I don't want to like... Like it went to white schools, bro. Too, but bro. like we really had to fit. But not even just I like, bro. But like even at public school, bro. Like everybody, bro. I teach you. All right, so yeah, I taught myself to finesse. For real, I taught myself how to judge. For real, being broke was no fun. No way. Scope twelve and I run. Uh, diamonds on me like minerals keep. One eye open for is Whitaker winner. Time I keep shit original. You niggas looking sound identical. I don't wanna do no interviews. I just wanna run up decimals. I been said what I was finna do. Uh, buzz like years ahead of you. Uh, now I gotta shine on. Uh, winner bitch, it ain't no auto. I got yoga fire, no Dawson. Brucey told me get him, so I got him. Uh, I ain't slipping, I ain't falling. Uh, I'm the champ, Seth Rollins. Uh, D. Russell, how I'm balling. Uh, the NBA keep calling. Uh, stay ten toes down. Honey, you wouldn't last in my shoes, though. I'm a dog, no cool, Joe. Your girl call me Poppy Chulo. I don't even like the rap facts. Almost went back to the trap facts. My brother told me not to risk it. Yeah. I thought about it and I listened. Uh, started singing for the bitches. Uh, Cause I don't fuck with none of these niggas. Uh, I don't really make no friendships. Uh, stay to myself and I kick shit. Uh, we're the round town, winter time, the new Bobby Brown. And I'm pulling up from way downtown. Think I'm like Mike Lil Bow Wow. And you never catch me diving in the crowd. Fuck rolling loud. I was rolling loud. Winter time, the general, no calling power. And for all the real ones, I'ma hold it down. Post it up, smoking out the pound. Them hoes hating, now they on me now. Run a bag like I'm Ronnie Brown. Winter time to go, boy, wipe me down. You did? Winter time, all the time. Nah, I realized about school. Like, for me, I went to, like, four different schools if I went to college. You know what I mean? And I, I learned that, like... How you see yourself at school or whatever, how you fit in, bro, is how you kind of, like, assess yourself, you know what I mean? So it's kind of important to see yourself around other people. Like, not really compare yourself, but just, like, kind of see how you can, like, move. Because you have to fucking do that shit. So it's like being Especially a Especially as a black kid. Yeah, bro. So, like, that's for, the one right bro, there, bro, we learned like, so that's, much that's probably quicker than, like, everybody else because, like, we realized we were different. But, like, we didn't realize that shit because we were little kids. But we were, like... I probably realized, oh, I'm black, I'm different, but like, I didn't like say that out loud. I was kind of just like, probably just like internalized it and it kept moving forward. And then like the way I kept moving, you know what I mean? This is weird, bro. Cause like when you're a kid, you don't really like, I can't remember how I thought I was a kid. You know what I mean? That shit really fucking impacts you, which is why like, I understand why you'd want to homeschool your kid because you don't want to, you don't want no dumb shit happening to your fucking kid. Like that's your fucking kid. You know what I'm saying? You want to like, 
potentially mold him to the best Not of your it. ability. Yeah, that's the one right there. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like, it's like freaking. Dump shit's gonna happen. Yeah, like, dump shit's gonna dump happen. Dump shit's gonna happen. But if I can make it a little bit easier for yeah. my little homie, then I feel like if I can homeschool him or just for a couple years, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like literally just for like middle school or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Just to make it a little bit easier for him. As or put self-confidence in him. Self-confidence, which, I mean, sports will do that. No no problem. Sports. Like, like, sports will help with that easy. Dude, money. confidence is like... But there's, it's like, middle school yeah. is a, is Some a, kids is a period where you have so many fucking questions, bro. And, like, you don't know who to ask about nothing because you feel like you're old a little bit, but you're still young and shit, so you really don't know anything at all. You know what I'm saying? Bro, you, you don't have, know shit in middle school. You just have so many questions, especially, like, especially as being a young black black kid. You know what I'm saying? crazy. In a predominantly white school. You got so many questions, bro. You don't know what the fuck is going on. You just, you're just going with We're the just out here, figuring it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Young as shit. Like, 12, 13 years old. So if you homeschool them in that time and kind of just make it a little bit easier, you know, I feel like you can speed up the growing up process. Like you, you can send them to high school. Yeah, but you gotta like have, a, you gotta like have junior. You know what I'm saying? I got ripped off by my first white friends in fifth grade. Fifth yeah, grade, yeah. when people started realizing I looked a little bit different, and then they started treating me different, and I didn't know why. So at fifth grade, I started to develop that. Okay, like. I'm not gonna like it's not like a heartbreak but it's like a friend break like oh damn I thought we were homies and then it happened again in like eighth grade so by the time I got to high school I was like yo I like I'm the man now I'm the man because people are just not gonna like me because of how I look I didn't even know what it was though at first and then you start to realize oh they don't like me because I look like this you know what I mean Bro, I went to some. Bro, I don't know what about me. I was, I was traumatized and shit like that. But like, it was just like. It, but what you're saying is interesting because like we did go through a unique experience because like we went to all white school like, and I feel like for me like I had a black friend like ever since like I'm a whole life always because like I'm a dark skinned nigga, bro. I'm always like I'm a nigga, but I always had like. Yeah, I didn't have. It. I always had like white. Yeah, I always have like a white friend. So like, I always have a black friend, but like at the same time we would always just make jokes. Like I remember in fourth, fifth grade, bro. Like we would get be like, "Yo, the teacher's treating us like trash because we black," but we would make it a joke, but it'd be kind of real. We'd be like, "You racist!" Like we were saying that shit, and like <laughs> I was nine and ten, bro. Like I was saying that Wait. shit, and I had I had a homie to say that shit. But then for me, my time where I was like, "Fuck," like I'm different as fuck. It's like when I didn't have a black friend in my grade, when I went to like just one school. And my freshman year, I was the only black kid in my grade, and like only one, only only there, there one guy. It was it was high school, it was all boys. So like it was even more worse because you know dudes like don't give a fuck when like bro. When I went to PD, dudes act so much different around girls. What are they, That's a what's different the topic. Between, what's the difference between a all boys school and a co-ed? Bro, like dudes like, if you had to in like, testosterone on one hundred, like people were like we were wrestling. We would I would like literally get in like oh, yeah, low key like fights 100%. or like they weren't even fights. It'd be like wrestling matches just like in the middle of like. It's on, si- it's on site. It's on yo, site. Like this dude, see, like yo, fuck you. Like this is one dude who hates. Throw him me. into the locker, bro. Bro, like throw a lacrosse freaking ball at me like hundred miles per hour. This yeah. lacrosse stick. Like yeah, also, yeah, yeah. like I hate this nigga. But like it, it, that's uh, so like I, bro. So like for me, what you're talking about, like I went to that school and there were people saying shit to me like coon and like I didn't know what the fuck that meant. I was like. What? <laughs> and they were trying to like break me, but like, I didn't know what that meant. So then, like, I remember one time, like, I found out that was racist. I was like, how's that racist? Like, it's, you know what I mean? Then, like, I learned it, the Southern history. Bro. I didn't know on. none of that shit, bro. Like, Rebel Yellen, I didn't know none of that shit. This, so, this I was, is, 
Sorry to cut you off. No, but like I'm just saying, like for instance, like we like we didn't know like what they were taught. So like when yeah. they started treating us different, we didn't know why. Like we literally didn't know why. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like. I know what you mean because like I literally was kind of old when I realized like yo because like when I was having my black friends around me when I was younger like people would know we're black when we came up to us so they probably acted different when they came up to me and my homies when I was like in like like middle school or whatever but like when I got to high school and I was at that school by myself like I was like I'm a nice like I'm a chill dude so I can talk to anybody but like that's when I first met like that's when I, my reality kicked in on like these niggas really like were grew up different than us like also I'm like yo like you're black like you know what I mean and I didn't know what that meant until that moment like, bro you know my thing is like being black and growing up in the south and then I ended up going up north I realized like I know a lot more racist shit than like these white people do and yeah. like that's kind of like what kind of expresses itself in my street boy brand cause I'm like dude I heard the rebel yell like mm-hmm. my teachers like liked the confederacy and shit like that so it's yeah. like i actually do know a lot of this shit but at the same time i don't fuck with it but like i mean you take bits and pieces from it like the good shit like carhartt <laughs> yeah bro like you know what i mean i kind of fuck with how like, you're making it cool for black people to be southern though which exactly is, like, exactly yeah. there's a lane there's a lane for like southern black folks definitely because like you know what i'm saying Nah, that's, 100%. A, that's just a fact. We grew up in that shit where, like, they'd be wearing all that stuff that... I mean, we could wear it, but, like, we kind of were, like, almost being white if we wore it. <laughs> it, it you know what I'm saying? There's a wear, balance to I it. I used to wear Sperry's and Vineyard Vines t-shirts, bro. Like, I mean, I don't want to, like, act like I used like to, I used to rep white. the whole frat boy look, shit. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, used to, I used to just try to blend in with them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We were so different, at, at least back then, for me, at least, like... I was, my subconscious was so tired of being different. Yeah, so tired of being we're trying to be the same. Like, yeah, we're trying to blend in a little bit, bro. That's weird as hell. Yeah, we really weird. did that shit. You feel me? I don't dress like that now at all. I don't bro. give a fuck. Yeah, I don't give a fuck now. You know what I'm saying? But back then, I definitely wore khaki shorts. I definitely wore Sperry's with socks. I definitely wore and vineyard vines, long sleeve shirts, with the whale on the back and all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. I definitely did all that. That did happen freshman sophomore year of high school that was my wardrobe like life is crazy man hell of scars you feel me hell of scars we're gonna take a quick commercial break y'all much love for tuning in my boy bailey in here with us my boy german here with us you feel me we at zella studios the hell scars show y'all know what it is we'll be right Jacuzzi, the water feel good on her toes. Live a little, small little, sip a little, drip a little. You're a rat, just like store a little. Ooh, I said, I don't think on a little, on it can trust you no more. I said, live a little, drip a little, drip. 
Lean green drip like Clifford. Ice on my neck, check the windshield. Going very fast, got flies on the windshield, yeah. And it's only gelato when they inhale. No pill, but your boys know it's Benadryl. All these hoes want the same thing like a synonym, damn. And it's chain, rings, queen, Celine, Javine. She want it, it's a dream. Keep them going. She twerk, my wrist in the pot, and I work. Swerving, scourging. Hurt, then she allergic to all the bro niggas. I said, the Uzi go slip in your hand like you gripping on soap. I said, I did not have no feeling while fucking that hoe. I said, look at the Uzi, the Uzi. What's up? It's your boy Jerm. We back on the Hella Scar Show. You know what it is. We providing the vibes, providing all the vibes, Hella vibes. We here with my boy Bailey. You know what it is. We doing it. We had a nice little weekend. We was out in the A. If you know what the A's about, you know the A's all about them vibes, that culture. We were soaking all that in, bro. Shit was immaculate out there, bro. If you haven't been to Atlanta, hit Atlanta. But also while we were at Atlanta, we was hitting ThriftCon. My boy Troy was out there. He was killing it out there in ThriftCon with his hella scars gear, with his all his streetwear, bro. ThriftCon was crazy, bro. Like I was out there, I was impressed, bro. I, I've never seen or been to like something like that before. And the culture out there was crazy, bro. The culture out there was mad crazy. Like everybody out there like was in their clothes, you know what I mean? Like their, their best fits. All the people out there, like all the vendors, like they went, they went, a lot of people went hard. I sitting at their booths, bro. It was, it was, and I, and I love the energy. It was mad inspiring. Cause like, it was like just inspiring to see people go hard at like doing something that they're like really passionate about, like selling clothes. Like, you know what I mean? It was a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? My boy Troy was in it, bro. How'd you, bro, my man was killing it out there, bro. Like how did, how did it feel to be out there? How did, how did it feel to be a part of it, bro? Like, honestly dog, I was tired as a bitch. <laughs> I was exhausted, bro, but. I've been out of work for a really long time. I mean, not out of work, but I haven't worked a real quote-unquote job in about a year now. So it, it felt good to really clock in for 12 hours and be locked in on, on a job. You know what I'm saying? I was on a mission. You feel me? Like 6.30 in the morning, I was in there setting up solo, dolo, getting, getting to it, getting busy. Right, my, my man was getting busy, bro. Like... Like, I'm not even gonna lie, like, like, we used to in the same hotel room. This man woke up at six or whatever, maybe not like five, some shit, bro. And then this dude was out, like, like, bro, like at six, and then he was there till five type shit, PM, like. Slaving too, slaving to it. You know, I've never been a salesman a day in my life, but my sales, my, my sales pitch was on a thousand that day, bro. That was, that was the Lord's day, and I was feeling blessed, you feel me? Like I was truly, truly getting in. And it, I've always had like a light switch in my head, you feel me? Like I've always had a, a switch to where I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm in it now, you feel me? Like I'm, I'm, I'm active, I'm in it, I'm locked in, I'm about to get to it. And that day I was locked in, bro. Like I, I went into it telling everybody, even telling myself, like I'm selling everything, bro. Like everything must You go. so mad-ish, bro. Exactly. And so my number one goal was to definitely get rid of my winter gear for the season, you know, get rid of the hoodies, get rid of the jackets and the, and the heavier pants and whatnot. 
But bro, everything ended up going. Like everything. I brought samples of my Hella Stars gears just to, you know, let, let people see it. You feel me? Of course, people gonna ask you when I have it on. I mean, I'm wearing it myself, but, you know, put it on display, let them see it, let them feel it, let them touch it, let them try it on if they want to. And blend it in, more or less blend it in with the other vintage pieces, with the other streetwear, with the other high fashion luxury designer stuff that I had for sale as well. That flew off the racks too, bro, which, is, which blew my mind. And it all blended, it, it all just blended in together so well. The aesthetic of one rack to the next rack to the next rack just benefited me tremendously. Like I truly could not even expect it to, to eat as much as I did down there. You feel me? Especially solo dolo, bro. It was, it was crazy. It was a movie. It was mission accomplished. Ten out of ten. Like I couldn't be happier. About Facts. It. So you definitely recommend that like people should hit that shit. Yeah. Shout out to ThriftCon. Like if you're a reseller, not even not even if you're a reseller. Like if you just have a ton of clothes at your crib that you don't wear vintage especially hype especially streetwear especially then go ahead and start having little pop-up shops or going to thrift con and flea markets and stuff like that so you can get all your bread back you know so you can get your investment back stop looking at your clothes as just clothes as just something that you have to wear when you can really invest your money into it and get your bread back eventually and it's like you never spend money on clothes and more or less buy clothes you really love too and that's one of the thing about thrift con like People were in there shopping for pieces that they really loved. You know, some people might have been in there for vintage uh, Disney T-shirts, you know, like the old super big graphic Disney t-shirts. They got Mickey Mouse giant on the front and on the back. It's like the back of the They'll Mickey's. drop a bag for it, bro. Yeah, they'll drop a bag for it because they know like it's it's sentimental to their childhood. And like so they know the quality. We're 90s babies. We we came up in a time where graphic tees were going crazy, early 2000s, concert tees started going crazy, you know what I'm saying? Those are kind of pricey now because those are sentimental to our childhood, you know? We all want to carry a piece of our childhood into us now, and all of us really should, you know? It will help a lot of people, for real, for real, once you tap into that. But as far as clothing and that vintage vibe, especially, you know, Bailey knows this himself. Oh, yeah. It's that sentimental value that clothes brings is, is hitting hard in, in 2020 and 2021. You feel me? And that's just, Disney is just, is just an example, but. Nah, yeah. Disney's like, just popping off on. now. I was gonna say like. They go for um, a whole hollow thousand or a whole thousand dollars so if you do have like a vintage disney t-shirt like vintage style. disney because i think what happened was the stimulus checks started hitting and then all it's like this, a new thing yeah literally recently like there was this whole not study but like a lot of people in the vintage community were like why are the vintage disney tees going up because stimulus checks hit and somebody on ebay there was a bid and it got all the way up into the thousands of dollars and supply and demand once something once a t-shirt sells for that amount people under that aren't going to accept anything but a thousand dollars so it's funny you mentioned disney tees because disney tees are having their moment right now mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah i feel like the one thing i was going to bring up about all the vintage stuff is i just think it's interesting because not everybody's kind of like like for me, I'm looking for some new things to wear. I feel like vintage is a cool way to go because you can find something that people aren't wearing, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's like just interesting that like, how like, cause like I was at Troy's booth and I remember some dude that was really into vintage, bro, saw like these two Nike tees mm-hmm. and like, like they were 
cool. Like, I thought it was cool, but this dude was like, yo, like, I need these Nike tees, bro. And, like, the value that he saw on those was, like, something that, like, I couldn't see at first, you know what I mean? Like, because he really studies it, and, like, he could probably make that shit look cool as fuck, and, like, nobody else is wearing that because it's, like, something that's not selling right now, which is why, like, I fuck with the vintage wave because it's, like, I feel like you're being super original, like, finding a lot of pieces in it. I mean, you're not going to have, like, so you're not going to see many people wearing it, you know what I mean? And well, that's like, why I love the culture of ThriftCon, bro, because yeah. there was so many people that were on that, yeah. that like, you know you you know if you know type vibe. You 100%. I mean? like, they're all walking around like, yo, that's a dope fit, like, yo, that's a dope shirt, like, what year is, what year is on that shirt, bro, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're all on that vibe. The females, too, that's what was dope about it to me, you know, I had females walking up to my booth, oh, yo, yo you got a kids women's shirt, blah, 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 oh, yo, that's an always family guy team I'm like yeah sure what you know about that <laughs> what you know about this old what you know about the family guy. she knew about that she's woke man, I guess that's OD but a lot of them were on that and just like learn, I was literally learning throughout the day bro it's so crazy like earlier in the day it was mostly I'm meeting vendors and meeting people to network with just because you know after everyone sets up around like 7 8 a.m all the vendors are walking around shopping looking for steals you know honestly that's where all the good shit got gone was 9 10 a.m before doors even open vendors are walking around trying to get steals for their own stores for when they oh, go back to the crib yeah so that's where it comes into power it's like having a good team with you so like you can actually walk around and shop and find yeah, some steals. Like scouts. So they were there bro yeah. they were there i'm telling you but it was, it was just crazy seeing um like uh people's thought process throughout the day you know so, one person might come to my booth and see a couple things they want, and then, and in my head, I want it sold right then. So you know, I'm trying to sell it to them, but I also want them to experience the rest of ThriftCon and go see the other vendors because I know there's some fire shit out there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So earlier in the day, I was more or less like, "Oh yeah, yo, take take a couple laps, come back, bro. Like it'll, <laughs> it'll be right here." I'm telling you, like, because in my head, I'm thinking, okay, nobody wants to pay for most of the stuff I sell anyway. Anyway, you know, most of my t-shirts. But, <laughs> 40, 50, 60 bucks. You know, I had a couple couple that were like 100 to 150 jackets. I had a couple jackets sold for like 200, 250-ish, you know. But in my head earlier today, I'm like, yo, no way, like, no way a lot of this is going to get sold. Next thing you know, that's just going off the racks. Because you're know? in Charlotte. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what it came down to, bro. I was like, I am not in Charlotte. And it's very real that people in Atlanta, they just... They know. Like, like, it comes back to, like, you know if you know. And the culture is just very, very more... <laughs> with it in Atlanta than in Charlotte 100,000% and bro they were showing love and that's the thing and that's how I know fake love is such a real thing especially in Charlotte bro because in, in Atlanta it'd be people, real love people who I had they have no idea who I am no idea they have no idea who I am I'm sitting in this little booth by myself everyone else has a team has a little setup and all that you know what I'm saying I got my two three racks a rug a table my computer with the website right there just in case anybody want to order anything made to order right then and that was it and everybody there was showing me way more love than I've ever had in any sort of pop-up or any even my invo- uh, even my own event like the, the fashion show you turns out how much like shit like people actually bought from you well that and and it just gave me more confirmation that like I need to just keep doing this 100,000% like it's just because so many people that have no idea who I am or even the brand they didn't even Confirmed know what, they didn't shit. know what hella scars was but they'll walk by and stop and be like yo what is that and niggas are like yo that shit is fire bro yeah, and they have no idea what it was and, and but more or less like they've never seen it 
and that's what attracts people. Like they've never seen it, they don't know what it is, and in their head they're they're gonna have something that no yeah, one else like, has. And that was a big selling point for me. Was like these are samples. No one else will ever have these ever. No one ever. These are the first ones. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, after I you know explain the message to them of the brand and all that, and usually the trap is set right there because it's just so relatable. And then you have a product in front of their face that's right there in front of the rack. And then if you move behind that shirt, there's a Supreme shirt and a Babe shirt and a Kiss shirt. So it all just kind of blends in together. So they just think, okay, at first glance, yeah, this shit is fire. But if it's on this rack with this stuff, it must be fire too. And that's just it's a like subconscious a thing that I see people like thinking through as they like, they're going through t-shirts like this and then go back. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Like this is all on the same rack, nigga? Exactly. Yo, how much is this? Oh, yeah, oh, that's actually my personal brand. Blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you, blah, 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 blah. This will match this, blah, blah, blah. You get both. I'll throw you a deal. Next thing you know, everything's gone, bro. Mission accomplished. And that's, it was, <laughs> that was, I had a day. I had a day. It was crazy. But it just, it just blew my mind how different the culture is in Atlanta, only three hours down the road. Still in the South. Still in the, on the Bible Belt. You feel me? Way still different, in the bro. Southeast. But it's, it's just way different. It is like, I mean... You had to see it, like, people out there, I mean, I've also heard it through just different sources of, like, just, like, artists talking about it. It's talking about everybody in Atlanta collaborates, and, like, I feel like that just comes from, like, them seeing people in their city make it. Like, there's a lot of people from Atlanta who made it in the creative scene, like, the music scene, and it's just a hub for culture. Like, Charlotte right now, like, I feel like it's more of, like, almost like a crab-in-a-bucket mentality. Not even really saying that people are, like, looking at anybody at the, like, top of the bucket and trying to bring them down, but it's like, we're all trying to get to the top and we're crabs, so we can't really climb to the top. We don't really know how to get there. We're just, like, we're all, we're from the city. It's, like, kind of becoming known now, so it's, like, everyone's really trying to be, like, yo, let's, like, take advantage of this moment. But, like, in ATL, like, ATL's, like, being Atlanta, like, it's almost a, star. yeah, it's, like, almost like a platform you know what I'm saying? Like, once you generate any type of buzz, like, you feel like that buzz can go, like, a long way just because you're from Atlanta. We don't got that, like, 100% right now. Like, I feel like... I feel like people in Charlotte want to be the first one to do something, mm -hmm. and we're a big enough city where you're probably, like, you. that's not really exactly likey, likely mm -hmm. or even a good thing, but it's, like... If you do start a wave, then you don't want anybody else to be on that wave. And it's like, that's why the Charlotte culture can sometimes be detrimental because people don't want multiple people on one wave. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're in Atlanta, it's just so big that you need you're going to be have, on. have multiple people on one wave. Mm -hmm. That's real. I didn't even think about it like that. With yeah. different avenues to get in, too. You know, there's different people that can not necessarily put you on, but, you know, put some training wheels on your bike. You feel me? Like, get, get you going, get you started. You know, let them meet you, meet, meet the same people you met. Charlotte is very like, once you start and once you're in and you're on something. You probably feel like the way you got to this level is like, well, just some exclusive ass shit that you can't yeah. just share with everybody else. Exactly. exactly. So you're like, yo, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, Charlotte is like, oh, only one person can eat. Yeah. Oh, this has to be exclusive. Only there's, one person there's no, can eat. There's no room at this table. It's kind of goofy, but it's it's it's, it's more or less. These are facts. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's it's definitely like, I mean, honestly, like we can break it, honestly, like, <coughs> us as individuals, like, we don't gotta be like that. But it's just like, when you like, go to Atlanta and go to ThriftCon, it shows you how, like, when you go somewhere where people don't know you, like, just like seeing how people, like, react to you when they don't know you is just way more different than when people know you. Cause, 
people kind of like they probably like in Atlanta they've never seen what you saw before they've never seen your face before so everything that they're like, coming with you and your brand is new to them and like they you know what I'm saying it's like more interesting like people probably like know you and all that stuff like I don't know they probably have something to say or whatever like I'm just have a person I respect people I know more but like there's some people I guess who like cause I've experienced it that like that know you that just won't fuck with your shit mm-hmm. I don't know why but I, I it's complexes to it you know what I mean maybe it's yeah. because like they knew who you were before you were who you are now that's exactly what it is so it's like yeah I think there's there's some sort of like hating level to it bro and like I, I don't want to put that in my head because I don't want to make any assumptions about anybody you know what I'm saying yeah like some people but just, there is some sort of, there yeah. is some there is a level of affirmation in that just because my shit flew off the racks down there you know what I'm saying like yeah. I sold everything all your samples gone. all your the shit you made all that shit got sold it wasn't even just like the shit that like you were like, you know what I mean, like kind of flipping or whatever, like the, cl- the clothes that like you were like on your rack, just like streetwear. It was like your actual shit, all those gone. That's why I was like, bro, like, like this. If I like I was not wearing the jacket I was wearing that day, like somebody would probably try to buy my jacket off, like my shirt off of me for standing in your booth because they would have been like, that shit fire. Yeah. Cause like that shit was fire. And that's the first time that's ever that's ever happened to me in my life. Like somebody bought a bought a hoodie off me, like one of the scars hoodie. Like that- I, I was wearing it. And he was like, bro, like, what is that? I need that one. That's the ultimate confirmation right there. No, exactly. But so after that, I literally, I had a long john shirt under under my shit, bro. Like I had I had like an extended tee over a long john shirt. And I was like, fuck it. Like I literally told him, like, if you got a blue face, I'll take it off right now. Cause I even told him before that, um, like, this is a sample, this is mine, bro. I don't really want to get rid of it. Like I really want to throw it up in a case one day. But if you got a blue face, I'll get I'll give it to you right now. And and he got a shirt too. So he ended up giving me that blue face and then getting one of the samples too yeah. and like I had a pair of jeans out there that I was just like there was like four or five pieces that I just threw out there just to be like let's see if, let's see if this will sell mm-hmm. every single one sold mm-hmm. every, every single one I was like let's see if it sells I don't really care to sell it like I'll keep it but I don't really care to sell it every single one of those was gone fast too and it just blew my mind because a lot of the stuff that I sold super quick was a lot of stuff that's lasted through like two or three pop-ups and I've only done three or four pop-ups since like July. So a lot of that stuff has lasted through the summer, through damn near a year. Through the as winter. Soon as I go to Atlanta, bro, <laughs> off the racks. Like, no bargaining, no nothing. Yo, how much for the tea? 120. Alright, cool. Let me get Niggas that. Niggas were buying that shit for like all those prices. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And most of my stuff was like Bro, it was it was interesting to see. It was so interesting. And it was so it was at one point, it was overwhelming because I was by myself and I, I I was just fiending to just, like, tell somebody about, like, like just me in the moment. Like, yo, this is fucking crazy. Like, I'm about to run out of clothes. It was, like, 2 o'clock and shit closes at 5 o'clock <laughs> and both of my racks are empty, bro. Like, I got three, four, five, maybe six pieces on, on the last two racks. Like, my la- my other rack is donezo already. Yes. It's three hours left and I'm like, damn, bro, I'm like, run out of shit. Like, this shit is crazy. What the fuck? I haven't counted any money in my pockets yet. I got money in this pocket, money in this pocket. Nah, but I mean, I was a cool event, 100%. Like. It was crazy. It had to happen. It was a movie. I loved it. Everybody looked good. Everybody was dressed fresh. The dudes, usually I'll be quick to talk shit about dudes not being able to dress, but Atlanta, they came, they came ready to party. You know what I'm saying? They came with the crazy fits, even the females, you know? 
Y'all know I'll be quick to flame the females. I'll <laughs> them, bro. But they, they came with it, too. Nah, yeah. well, what, what was, like, the overall dress? Yeah, who's about it? Bro. I say... Bro. Overall, the fits, I say, like... Wait, what are you about Honestly, to say? like, an 8. Like, oh, you're about to give it a like rating everyone, out of 10. Yeah, out of 10. 8 out of 10 as far as, like, everybody in whole. Definitely. Everybody was wearing. I mean, niggas had... Yes, I, I mean, mean bro. Some people had some goofy-ass, like, they was, like, OD. It was, like... I know you're about to talk about that one person. Who? That one girl at the end. Okay, yeah. There was one shorty, like... She looked like, bro... She, she looked like she was trying to find her husband, bro. She had, like, heels on, like, a dress, a tube top. And it was, like, silicone, like, shiny and shit. And it's like... Yeah, you look at her, and I giggled. I said, the first time I saw her, I giggled, bro. I was like... All right, bitch, I know what you're on. No. I know what you're... What type of time you're on today. You are not... Nah, shop she's looking for her vintage husband. Exactly. Bro, <laughs> but, like... Vintage bro, it's mad. I mean, there was probably mad dudes in there... That was looking for, like... You know what I mean? Whatever. Nah, nah definitely. Like, but I, like, bro, if I wasn't working the whole time, yeah, I would have walked yeah, around. Yeah, you're in your like, zone at that point. I, yeah, I would have been walking around. It's a social like, event. Yo. Yeah, exactly. Bro. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Like, like, I'd rather go to that than the bar club like any 100. day of the week. You feel me? This shit was interesting. Any day of the week. But like, in and terms of... was so yeah. fresh. Like, it was, it was just beautiful, bro. Bro, but like, in terms of dress code, we was talking about earlier, bro. I swear to you, bro, like... 80% of the people in there was wearing Air Force Ones or Jordan Ones. <laughs> and, like, honestly, I can't really hit on those shoes because they both, like, look cool. But, like, it's interesting because it's, like, I feel like people be trying to look different when they wear that shit, but now they're kind of looking the same. I don't even know. I don't know if they're trying to look different or they're trying to wear, like, a staple shoe. But at the same time, it's just like, bro, like... You can't go like, wrong. You can't go wrong with Air Force Ones, I feel like. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. Why you really the, can't. Why the black forces hating on so heavy though. They kind of do look ghetto though. What? Yeah. Like why though? Because they are Air Force One. I don't they're, know, they're bro. Black, Maybe no. Nah, they what look has ghetto. Society done to us to say the black or the internet? Excuse me. What has the internet done to bro, black they, Air Force One? Because they're Air Force actually, One still. They just black. Is I don't racist? know. Is it a race thing? It could be a race thing. I'm, yo, they don't like shit that's dark, bro. Niggas out here being racist. They said the Air Force But like at the same time, too dark. Those shoes just don't look like. Like, Air Force Ones, the reason why they're so clean is because they... The white ones, right? Yeah, like they're kind of basic a little bit, and they're all white. You know what I mean? Like, not really basic. Who made basic. them basic, though? Who made them basic? Like... <sighs> Who made them basic, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Who made them basic? <laughs> Tell me who made them basic, bro. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, can I, can I, can I take this for a second? I feel like, I feel like let's, let's, let's back up because I'm, I'm Yo, really curious. Did, did I'm curious. Hear what I, said? I know. Let me platform this. I feel like you know, I wasn't there, but you guys really talked about uh, the the style of everybody at ThriftCon, and I feel like this is really big for me being a thrifting and everything. Um, so Jeremy, as somebody who's not really in the culture, what were some trends and outfit, you know? Dude, I can show you things. a picture. Let me show you a picture. <laughs> I'm gonna describe the picture to everybody who's listening. Let me show you how everybody looked at this place. All my niggas look rich as fuck. All my niggas live rich as fuck. All my niggas look rich as fuck. Look at you. Never talk to the cops, I don't speak pig Latin. 
females had baggy, baggy jeans on. Could have been old Levi's. Could have been old Tommy. I saw one shorty on. Bam. So like. Damn. You got mad people wearing the baggy Yo. pants. Yeah. You got mad people wearing the baggy pants. You got people wearing the trucker hats. I like the trucker hats though. That is and then trucker hats. And then you got people. Everything is oversized. Yeah. Yes. You got people yeah. wearing Nike Dunks, Jordan ones, one. Air Force ones. Hello rap tees. That's what everybody's wearing. I'm sorry I screamed at, but that's what everybody was wearing. Okay, and like, so let's let's start from the top. Yeah. How do we feel about? No, 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 we'll go bottom up. We'll go bottom up. How do you feel about ones in all today's right, climate? All right, today's climate, we discussed this. Like, Jordan ones. How certain do you feel demographic about of the culture is like kind of made the Jordan ones um, regular. <laughs> what um, What certain demographic? The white bitch. Oh, but like, <laughs> no, but what certain demographic? Nah, all right, like all right. Basically. We got to this point where we were like, yo, whenever white girls start doing something, then it's well, right, we're played out. Ahead. So everybody at ThriftCon, a lot Damn, of people are wearing right. Jordan 1s. All right, ThriftCon, bro. How do you feel about Jordan 1s? All right, bro. ThriftCon is a different story. Like, I assume everybody at ThriftCon was into fashion. So like, it was interesting to see a lot of people were into fashion wearing slightly similar shit, at least at the bottom of their feet. You know That's what I'm saying? They were like wearing like, all right, some people have a different shirt, obviously different pants, but like, usually the pants were like kind Kind of like same. I mean, you can't only wear so much different clothes if you're a dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, that's one thing. But like for me, I was just kind of like, yo, like why is everybody wearing like kind of the same shoes at least? Like in my brain, I'm like, what other shoes are there out there that like, you know what I'm saying? For me, because I want to buy some new shoes, mm-hmm. but I don't want to buy the same shoes as everybody else. Obviously, I think Jordan ones or Air Force ones are clean, but everybody else does too. And I'm like, all right, there's got to be some like other things that like. I could cop where I, I could be swaggy but different. Right. And that's just like where, I, for me in my brain, that's what I'm thinking about right now when it comes to my like swag and shit. You want more like swaggy, trendy shoes that'll go with the rest of your fit that aren't necessarily Jordan 1s. Maybe, like, I don't wanna, like, I guess like, tra- you can say trendy. Long story short, you just don't want what everybody else has, right? Yeah. Yeah, like I wanna like, and at you least. you feel like the ones are, ma- are like mainstream. Yeah, like the ones, like the at ones. What, at what point? All right, no. So the ones are different than the, one, the Jordan ones. Air Force ones. <laughs> I believe that Air Force ones are like a staple. Like I think those are clean. Jordan ones, like they're kind of the reason why I feel like they're slightly getting played out is because why? like you know why, bro? Why? No, y'all are making me say it, but y'all feel the same way. <laughs> and I already said it like three times, bro. If you can't freaking hear it by this time, then you deaf. All I'm trying to say is this, bro. Is that like literally, dog? <laughs> we know what it comes down to when that demographic catches on to something of the culture <laughs> like once it gets to that to the to the white girls <laughs> All right, let me break it down for y'all bro nah 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 so check, so he's check trying to out. break it down smooth but so like check me out no I'll, I'll really break it down real smooth like you know <laughs> and Bailey really trying to set me up super heavy like I just want to let everybody know that like he was trying to give me a set of white bitch <laughs> but like we all know what I was trying to say. I was trying to like, you know, get to the meat. Bro, you know, I'm, <laughs> hey, I don't, I will stab right through that meat. <laughs> so check me out, right? All right, so at ThriftCon, um, let me start, okay, yeah, I'll start with ThriftCon. At ThriftCon, the fit levels were, you had 
people who were going strictly vintage, you know, they wanted to show off their grail pieces, you know, they're going to show their fire graphic tee, and then they're going to throw a tough flannel on top, or maybe a jean jacket, they're going to have some dope pants, probably some Carhartt pants of some sort, or just some old, like, baggy, vintage, dad, dad jeans, dad or mom jeans. That's like the straight thrifters. That was the thrifter, yeah, that was the thrifter, the thrifter look. Definitely with, like, a Fisher's hat on, or a Chucker's hat, yeah, or some sort of old, like, polo dad hat i saw this one dude with a dope old like big big polo it was a suede polo cap but it was a big horse like big ass horse i had never seen it before it was fire like nine panel with a strap on the back it was fire i'd never seen it before that was one of the ones that really blew my mind but then the females all the females had all the females look the fucking same bro like they all they all more or less dress dress the same bro like some of them just like dudes Nah, I mean That's kind of where we're at Yeah, that's kind of where we're at Like, majority of them Quote-unquote Dress like dudes Like, I hate when females say it Like, oh, I look like a boy Like, bruh, shut up Like, you just got a fit on Like, you don't look like a boy You just got a regular-ass Cozy-ass fit on Like, you just It makes you look kind of interesting Like, I be like Oh, she's like it's, she looks cool. It makes some looks interesting. I think, it, I think it's progressive. It's, it's a vibe. It's yeah. progressive. It's the fun. The uni- unisex is, I think that's really dope. And I think that'd be cool if we went towards that where, like, just guys and girls are wearing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it is very very progressive. Like, that's definitely where we're headed. But a lot of females at ThriftCon, like, there weren't... The, the plethora, the, the, like, scale of fits is is way smaller for females you at, think so? at ThriftCon than, than guys, definitely. True. Like, guys had way more shit on True. as a whole than what the females did. Like, the females, they either had, like, let's see, the dad jeans and Jordan 1s is definitely a staple. Like, True. they definitely overdid the fuck out of the same Jordan 1s. Like, it's not even safe. no different ones, bro. Stealth 1s or the band. Nah, none of them had no band. The blue and red ones. Oh, yeah, the blue and the, uh, yeah, the blue. I saw, like, ones. so many of the blue and red ones. I the name of those. And then the red toe joints. I didn't see no shattered backboards. Like, bro, I didn't even see no tough ones from the females. It was dead, like, the same ones or the same SBs. Like, the exact same the orange, dunks. orange and white SB dunks. Like, SBs are big. Nah, the dunks are, like, Everybody wants the dunks now. Like, They're hard, but it's like this. It's the same mix of shit. You feel me? Like it just hurts. Yankee, SB, I feel like it was more Air Force Ones. It's, it's like a, it's it's like everybody Bro. has the same. All right, let me let me let me in their pack. And it's all like, right, go talk, talk, talk. Let, let me talk my shit. Okay, so here's where I'm at. Coming back from a fashion background, I feel like. You know, the Jordan ones are really having their time right now. And I didn't wear Jordans growing up, but at some point we had a skinny jeans phase. That was the Fallout Boy phase. That was everybody in J. Crew was wearing the skinny jeans. It, <laughs> start, it, it started with the skaters, then the new boys came with the jerk, and then, you know, eventually it made its it made its way all the way into J. Crew, then Amiri jeans. We had our skinny jeans phase, okay? Now the progressives um, which are the thrifters, the vintage heads right now, are pushing the culture back towards baggy pants. Mm-hmm. As someone who's into that and we're looking at old styles from the 90s, it's like, okay, now we're back to baggy pants. What do we wear with our baggy pants? We got to wear bulky shoes. We can't be wearing those uh, Ultra Boosts anymore. We can't be wearing... The Ultra Boosts look dope with skinny jeans. They don't look dope with baggy dad pants. So now we got to go back to bulky shoes. What are the bulky shoes? You see Balenciaga coming out with bulky shoes, which were ugly at first. They're still pretty ugly, but what are you gonna do? It's high fashion. <laughs> now it's like the Air or the Air Force Ones and Jordan Ones. So Those they are Belas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, they like they're here for the time being. And until you start wearing the baggy pants, you're not gonna understand 
the bulky shoes. You got to get into the bulk, the baggy pants, and then you'll start to realize why people are, are wearing the shoes that yeah, they wear. It's I going like pants to shoes, if you ask me. You got to understand the whole fit. Like you yeah, got to be able to sports yeah. the entire fit before you start. It's not just that they're wearing ones. It's that they're looking for vintage pants, which are all baggier, which that means you got to wear baggy ones. And bro, don't give me. You cannot wear skinny jeans and like bulky shoes. It just doesn't work. And, like crazy. a lot of rappers are doing it. And it doesn't look right. They used to right. do that shit all the time. It, it doesn't look like right. Brown shoes on you, it does, bro. Yeah, it doesn't look right. And these sorority girls, stop wearing dresses and skirts with Jordan 1s. You look crazy, dog. That's crazy. You look so crazy. That's <laughs> that's so crazy. It's Yo. progressive. Like, that's so crazy. Yo. That's so crazy. It might just work. And I don't mean stylistically, aesthetically. I'm just saying, like, I've never seen that before. So if you try that out, oh, hit me up. Hit me up if you try that out. Right, you know bro. how it goes. Some girls, bro, some females, like, they, they just... They have no style, you feel me? They they just happen to follow. They just happen to follow Kylie Jenner. Okay, so we like, so we've gotten to the point where girls who follow the trend, they've caught up to the Jordan One. Yes, unfortunately. Yeah. As people who are into fashion, where can we recommend that these guys go next? Like, what is? They start out with Jordan ones. Was it like Air Forces and then Jordan ones, or were those Bro, I used to, both I, simultaneous? Air Force I mean, ones. Was it not Air Force Air Max? Okay, hand in hand. Where like is it going? I feel like some because one girl asked me. What about you know, Air Maxes? One girl asked me, "Oh, I want to get ones, but I don't want to be basic. What do I get?" She I've knew it. That, I've heard that. What, what would you tell her? Times. What would you tell her? Dude, I don't know. Cause she wants to get no, Jordan ones. Get fours. Okay, yes. Facts. Get fours. But then, like, bro, fours days. are the next up, bro. Because fours are next. Fours are next up. Everybody Ar- likes arguably fours. Arguably, everybody in fashion knows fours are already here. But, like, if you are just behind, skip the ones and go to the fours. Bro. Well, the thing uh, about the days is, though, bro, you got to know. Like, you got to know what you're wearing, too. So, like, if you tell her to get some Jordan fours, well, you can't go wrong with too many Jordan fours anyway. They got but, like, those the ones, joints. The ones have some colorways. Like, some bitches don't get, like, the Jordan 1 mids. Like, some, like, oh, mall, some generic mall. Nah, like, don't do that. Like, like that Jordan One mid is in every mall, and yeah. is still like right now, if you go in there and you just want some J's, them shits are right there. You feel me? Some some of them will will just go Bro, get those because they're like, lazy. There's some Jordan Ones and they're not hip. They're not really hip. So if you're gonna put somebody onto some kicks now, like when they ask you, like I don't know, I don't want to get Jordan Ones. Like I wanna I wanna yeah. step up. You gotta really give them like a good example now. Don't give them no bullshit because they will go find some bullshit. If they're not really <laughs> Him, you feel me? It's funny though. And yo, try to find some collab sneakers. Try to go on Goat or StockX and try to find some either collab <coughs> releases. You feel me? Yeah. Make sure it's the actual Jordan One High, not the Jordan One Mids. The lows are cool. The lows are straight now, just because the SBs came back too, and they're kind of hand in hand. You know. I kind of. So the low tops are straight, but at the mids, don't do that, baby. <laughs> don't do that. Don't Everybody will roast you for that shit for sure. Roasted shorty. They will roast you. And if you get some J's, know what they are. Toast. Like just, just be able to bat. Just be able to more or less defend yourself because some niggas will be on, be on your ass about it. Oh, you don't go. You These don't fashion niggas fresh. will be on your That's ass. That's your only pair of ones. That's your only pair of ones. You don't got no more pair of jeans. You don't get fresh for real. Bro, like... That's some shit I would say. I mean... That's interesting. I'll be on that ass because <laughs> a lot of them be faking with it. You feel me? They don't get dressed for real. <laughs> They don't got cakes for real. That's the only pair of J's. The rest bro, of the like, closet is sandals and moccasins and, and goddamn Doc Martens. <coughs> I fuck with some Doc Martens, though. Doc Martens go off. If I don't have such Especially a Especially overseas. I would definitely get some. 
overseas they they'll be rocking Doc Martens mm-hmm. like crazy, and they it's Doc Martens are hip. That's a level of classy I'm trying to get my style to here soon. Probably in like late twenties. I like that sophisticated shit for like when I'm I, I'm I'm a, I'm an older dude. So exactly, like, I got to level up out of streetwear. That's where I'm at right now. Where I'm trying to. I'm I'm like slowly getting it, but like the the dad look and the grandpa look is not just like so much a dad look as it is. I want clothes that I can grow into. Mm-hmm. So like you know, not just the baggy pants, but like I don't know. I came in here with my shirt tucked in. Like it's just yeah. a more dad look. Mm-hmm. But you can make it contemporary. You can make it modern. You can make it cool. I really want the future of my style to to kind of grow into something that that just breaks through trends. True. Kind of like resistance points and stocks, like every single trend that comes through, like my style and and my brand at the time, just kind of like maintains through it. You know, just kind of like sits in the back, chilling, but still like with that trend. You know, what I'm saying like it'll still fit the Jordan One, or if we go back to Vans, somehow Vans slowly like low key died a little bit. But if we go back to Vans, you could still wear Vans with my shit, or you could still wear Jordan Ones with my shit, or whatever's next, like. Socks and sandals apparently is is gonna be a vibe this summer because like slides, slides, yeah, slides were super heavy last summer, especially with the Yeezy slides. Mm-hmm. But like this summer, it's gonna be way more slides. It's That's like they're, specifically they're gonna be more like socks. socks yeah, let's go with that. Kanye, Kanye, sandals, Kanye himself can change the culture. So mm-hmm. if he comes out with slides, you might as well start like start coming up with slides because mm-hmm. he he creates that shit. Yeah, just Yeezy slides. Mm-hmm. It's not. I would, out, like, I would never wear those, but people were gonna start wearing off slides. Last, just last summer, I wore them slides. in the bar and like at the bars. Like, no, <coughs> no socks. I was just out here into it. No, like, you could literally wear like <laughs> the Yeezy slides, and you'd be wearing nicer. Like your shoes are more expensive than most people. <laughs> like that ass. So it was like that's why most people can't even talk shit. I feel like they'd be like, all right, bro, like. You know what I'm saying? Your shit, your kicks are like fresh in the mind. They all just quick to talk shit, especially when they have no sense of style. Like you, you only bought those shoes because your homeboy bought those shoes. Nah, like yeah. You probably bought those off your homeboy. You wearing the same kicks your homeboy just had. Bro, that's funny because you was talking about people be renting clothes, but the funniest shit you said. This is random as hell. You was talking about people like. Sharing uh, Dodge Chargers. <laughs> Yo, you better not be sharing no damn Dodge Charger with your nigga. But honestly, that could be a low key, slight flex idea. But I will get a nicer car than the damn Charger. Nah, bro. You things better not be sharing whips, bro. They better not be sharing whips, just bro. Think about this, bro. If they're sharing whips, I guarantee you it's just for bitches, bro. Like, yeah. It's just, it's just for bitches or the niggas is serving out of there. Like, they, I know they got beef. Ain't no way they still homies if, if they went in on. That's gonna get. That's gonna create beef. If you share a whip, you're gonna be like, bro, let me get the whip. Nah, nigga, what the fuck you mean? It's not what your whip, you nigga. I pay more for the whip than you, nigga. Next thing you know, like, know what you mean, nigga? Like, I gotta take this bitch out, bro. I can't take her out this beat ass fucking Corolla from 1992, nigga. The fuck you mean? And niggas be leaving, like, clothes and shit in the whip and all that. That shit would Bro, I left my charger in the whip, bro. Left my fucking shirt in the whip, bro. Give me that, that shit. That charger's gone, nigga. I left that my girl's whip. Fuck you talking about, nigga? What you, I need my charger, nigga. Yo, Scrap it. Bring me my whip, nigga. Yo, whip, nigga. <laughs> nigga, this is our whip, nigga. <laughs> you better calm down and not forget your shit in the fucking whip, nigga. Nigga. 
Nah, but we just said nigga a bunch of times. We were trying to chill on that. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, but we gonna we gonna shut it down for a little bit. You feel me? We can go ahead and close. <coughs> it's a late night on Tuesday. Yes, we'll talk about Tuesday here in Charlotte. You know, we outside with it. Did weekend. eat tacos tonight? We outside with it this weekend. Curfew is lifted. We back to two a.m. Start going back out around eight nine, and then you know heading back to the crib around eleven eleven thirty. I'm the toilet. Ah, uh, I, I might be out. To last, bro. I want to try to last. Just do it for the time. celebration. One time. You gotta build your endurance back up. Yeah, bro. That's what but it it's real though, like, cause I honestly get tired like every day by like midnight. Bro, like by I, 11 even. We gotta really. try new spots, bro. We have to. There's so many new spots. We just we just have to. Dude, yeah. The, the pop-ups that, and yeah. the fashion shows and yes, that, all that, those that, events, that's what's really going to yeah. start popping off again because you couldn't really pull off that stuff with capacity and everything. Right. But, you know, this summer, that's what I'm going to be on. I'm not, that's I'm not trying move, to go though. out. Like, that's, that's how you bring people out. That's the event. I'm not trying to go to no, like anybody else's shit. I'm trying to have my own shit. That's the move. Yeah. Especially when you like, when you're chasing, like for a year, people have been chasing a lit time just like to turn up and have a good ass time. I created in this time. It's been a it's been an opportunity to figure out what you really have fun with and what you really like to do, and more or less like be able to provide those vibes that you've been searching for for an entire year during the pandemic where you can't really go out. Mm-hmm. So in twenty twenty one, my type of time is especially going into the summer when things are nicer outside and it's really you know we outside and it's nice out. It's hot. You know people want to be outside. People want to vibe out. Let's provide those vibes for people. A lot of people chasing the turn up for a year. Let's make them realize, like, oh, yo, look, there's some new shit going on now. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to go to the block <coughs> on Thursday through Sunday. And then industry night on Mondays. You, you know what I mean? You know, there's some, there's some little art galleries going some shit on. To look there's forward a pop-up to. shop. You know, there's a DJ versus battle versus battle at this little low-key studio in Noda. You feel me? Like, Let's do some wholesome stuff this some summer. Wholesome <laughs> shit. You know, bring out those shorties that's been in the crib for a whole year who on never hinge. even wanted to go out there. <laughs> yeah, we try to get all these, all these shorties. Bring them out. Bring them out. Hey. Delete Tinder. Delete that shit. Come I dead ass delete my shit. In person, in the flesh. You know what I'm saying? It's the Hellas Car Show, man. Y'all know what it is. Shout out to Bailey. Yes, sir. Please yeah. find Bailey on Instagram. When you get a chance, please. If you want to throw me your tag, bro. Uh, you can follow me at, at Bailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y underscore vintage. Uh, I don't know if we have visuals, but if you like the trucker hats we're rocking, you can definitely check those on the site. Southern Luxury Streetwear. Got a collection coming out this spring, so be sure to check that out. If you're loving everything we're talking about, um, we definitely like to illustrate that through my work. You got a dope page, like Bailey the philosophy page too. The right? philosophy page too. I I review mute movies. That's where the depth really comes from, and the storytelling that we've been talking about with streetwear. You know, it's not just clothes; it's the story behind the clothes. So, peep that. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, much love, everybody. Y'all know what it is. Episode ten. Yes. Double digits. Finally, I was lying last episode. Please excuse me. We back at it. Y'all know what it is. It's the Hella Star Show. Yeah. We got it here. I see you bitches on the comma. I see you. I see these bitches on the comma. I see you. See these bitches on the comma. Always into something crazy. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't care who you fucking lately. Damn, baby, when I walk in the room, I know you know this. Damn, baby, I know you smell it a lot when I start rolling. It ain't blowing it.
just wanna get cheese and smoke green with my guys I'm on a green diet, I don't want no french fries I just wanna get by, I just wanna get high I just wanna get cake 